Okay, I think we're I think we're good to go. Nice. I think we're nice. I think we're in. We're locked and loaded. We're in. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, you know, I've been talking about the podcast for a while. I'm like always like, Brendan, come over. Yeah, we should do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, truly. But uh, you know, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh you wanna introduce yourself really quick? Yeah, yeah. Yo, what's up, y'all? I'm uh Grizzly Mac. Uh from Chicago, a producer, rapper, singer, uh, you know, do shows in the city and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of shows, I mean, we were waiting to do, we just did a show at yeah. the Burlington Bar. The Burlington. Shout out to the Burlington. That was cool. First show at a bar that I've ever done or hosted even. Oh, really? Yeah. Because other ones were at uh, the book club and stuff like that. And that's the reset space. Yeah. The reset, yeah. Why do they call it the book club? I don't know. I didn't know the name of it until recently. They said the book club, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't like, really know. I, I think someone, uh, I went to a show, or like they asked me if I knew any artists for the show that someone else was trying to have, and mm-hmm. I knew my friend East Venti, so I told him to like link up and stuff like that, so he went and performed, and they kept saying he was at the book club, and I was like, is this the same location I had the show? And they're like, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know when they named it that, but that was like, in December, so reset boys. If anyone is listening, I'm gonna need a comment in the I'm gonna need you to comment and tell us why. Because you know, concert spaces are like the last place that you're gonna read a book, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not quiet, yeah. It's like really dark, <laughs> yeah. It's super dark, can't read. We need reading lights, and then we all sit in silence. Maybe that's just the that's just the fun of it, but yeah, man. So, I start the show with a question like a little icebreaker because you know nice. we don't we don't know each other very well no i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> we know each other pretty good at this point but yeah so the question is mm. what was your first concert that i went to yeah um I'm try- i know what it, it was slow magic and giraffage you know? oh word yeah and it was like 20 it was pretty not recent but it was like 20 15 like i hadn't gone to really? a show or a concert i think ever until the soul magic draftage it was for my friend uh my so it, it was his birthday or something like that and i bought him these tickets for the birthday that I, i'm going to you know um, so then i was like oh yeah my first concert i think it was concord music hall really yeah damn yeah it was like crazy. 2015 like mad recent <laughs> like yeah that's funny. I would have thought that you would have gone to a show like way earlier because yeah, I should you know, have. Honestly, it's crazy. I wanted to really go to Pitchfork in 2014 because it was like the lineup for me. Like it was ASAP Ferg, Earl, Ooh. Kilo Kish, maybe Charles Gambino, uh, someone else. Oh, I forgot who else was there, but it was just like so many artists that were directly I was listening to at the time, and sure. I. I didn't even think about really going, but I maybe because I, it was like my first concert, it would have been like I was like you know chicken or something like that. Um, but yeah, before that, I didn't go to didn't go anywhere. I didn't really go outside too much when I was younger. You're just an inside kid. <laughs> yeah, I was just inside. Well, my mom was just uh, super like strict. You can't go nowhere type shit. But so I never even thought about like oh I should go to Lala because it's I can take the blue line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like from, it's nothing. Oak you're Park. from the suburbs. Yeah, Oak Park right there. I had the blue line oh, and the yeah. green line, and I wasn't hopping on the train going to the city at all. So, I mean, I wasn't really either. I'm from you know Wilmette, which yeah. is like not that far, but it's like a bubble. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like my girlfriend's always like, didn't you come down to the city a lot? I was like, I don't know, not really. Like yeah, I don't know really. what happened. 
I'm just not the most adventurous person, honestly. Like some yeah. people, I know they like have this wanderlust, and it's like, yeah, exactly. Got to get out and yeah. like, do all this. I don't know, man. I feel like I can, I can have, I can have a whole universe in my room. Yeah, amen. Maybe I the like I like getting out. Like I'm not saying I'm like homebody all day or day. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I love being outside, and sometimes I love to go outside to go outside. But um, being at home, I'm not. Uh, I'm not losing by being at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or support. or just like yeah, I can do a lot in this little cubicle of mine. <laughs> yeah, we do live in a fortunate age. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if we just didn't have electricity. Just all of a sudden tomorrow, no electricity. Yeah, what so would you screwed. do? What would I do? I mean, if the Jesus. world somehow wasn't in just complete panic, which obviously would, it, it, the, the world happen. would freak out. Yeah, exactly. But if it wasn't, I think I would maybe walk to my mom's house. You just walk. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I guess, like, uh, the, I can't get a Divi bike. <laughs> yeah, you can't use the electric Divi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I guess I have my bike in the back, but that bike sucks. And it's walked to my mom's house a long journey. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, one of my friends would just show up. I just think like, about Brendan it. <laughs> if we get to that point, it's just like, yeah. I am not prepared. Yeah, I, I really, really ain't either. And I also don't think, uh, me going to my mom would help anything. <laughs> That's kind of like maybe a, uh, a response to just like being a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, let's go to my mom's house. Go to my mom's, yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's anything were to go down, it's like, damn, I'm not prepared for nothing like that. No. And I also think about like um, just the whole electrical thing going back to that. Like, you know, we're both, we both are musicians and we make yeah. music. And like, what is the main place holder of your music it's like SoundCloud. yeah oh, it's like internet, yeah. it's like the internet or it's like a file on your computer yeah and sometimes i think like need some you some need something physical physical yeah that's why we all need to get our own stem players and put our music on it this yeah. is this isn't a stem player ad i just think those are cool ideas <laughs> <laughs> or like uh i wonder if there was an emp would a cd be affected by that I don't even know. Oh, I just I don't, don't know the physics of that. Oh no, that's a good question. But the CD player would. The CD player would be fucked. Yeah. yeah. So like, how would we listen to the CD? Player? Yeah, I mean, even if you had like a record. With a record, though, you could find some like MacGyver way yeah. to play it. You have like a needle, and you could, you could yeah, put like a needle and use like some like membrane thing to vibrate the uh -huh. membrane. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, make yeah. some weird transducer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transducer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. that going. Get that going. Exactly. As long as we don't like all forget the knowledge of the past. Yeah. No, uh, oh, no. I read this book in uh college, The Audible Past. So I'm mm. I'm good for that. We got I'll I'll make some records going if the things go down. What is what is that book about? It was just about just like the ways that we started to like hear and talk and like the parts that I, I thought were interesting is like dense ass book we didn't read all of it for college but for it was from my it was like an anthropology class and we made a podcast and it. it was pretty cool oh word here yeah. we go here yeah we here go we are. exactly <laughs> here, yeah um but it was uh um the parts that were like the first parts we really read were talking about like the early like how we used the body to make the things that we used to listen to sound like, or like the stethoscope and stuff. And I had like early pieces, like, I don't know if it was the stethoscope or something like that. We used literally like the membrane of an eardrum to oh. like make, so to like to receive the, the stuff and like transduce it to the squiggles. That was like the, mm -hmm. from like the needle, you know? Yeah. And just using the body and body parts literally to make these, 
inventions that we were using our, ourselves and using to make all this music and shit. And so, um, yeah. it was a dense ass book. I still need to re- read like the whole thing. It would be really dense and long, but there's so much stuff about that. Like just like, um, I think of other stuff. It really like, was started with like medical stuff though. Like really? The stethoscope. And there's another thing that they used to start it with, but then it was like just easily, you can see how that leads to a record player. You know, like we're we're using stuff to like, just like renotate, renotate. Oh, just like I don't know, like the 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 vibrations and the squiggles of like record, of, yeah. yeah, recording, yeah, recording that line and stuff. It's like what we're looking at right there, archiving, yeah, archiving like, yeah, somehow. Exactly. That's interesting. The other thing I thought about was just like, you know, like the skin, like taking a hide or like whatever like the skin of an animal and stretching that around a drum and like mm. creating a drum like that's like another yeah exactly way of like yeah membrane thing because really just the, it's all just vibrations right so yeah i know i saw this thing this article today that was like everything's a sine wave and i was just like bro they've gone too deep <laughs> like you know what i mean because i know that yeah in the sense of sound at least like everything Everything you know, sound wave or shit. like yeah the waves I mean light and stuff like that's also right yeah the waves so it is everything we see and everything we hear it's like damn that's all I got squiggles like, man yeah just squiggles we're all just squiggles but the taste taste isn't like squiggles is it it could be it could be like squiggles in your brain like you know like yeah. the, the electrical signal could be like squiggly oh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah the, side the, waves brain. the brain yeah the, there's always some waves it's all it that's just the waves all about the wave all impulses yeah some shit. i don't know we're getting real philosophical <laughs> i'm sorry that it's hot in here by the way i'm trying I, to I also think. sweat like crazy so just, are you okay i'm like <laughs> i'm kind of hot <laughs> You're like, are you okay yeah no i'm fine um I just, all right let me know if it because yeah. now we're just like in the hot box yeah now oh yeah and true. actually now that i said that i should probably like smoke a little bit of weed so we can yeah so we can do it be properly. in the hot box yeah in the sauna mode i kind of want to i always like like to start out at the humble beginnings you know like mm. how did you start making music oh shit hell yeah, yeah um, here we go nice um, Wait, do you have the lighter oh, i think it's right there yeah boom nice um that was a weird throw but yeah sorry it. yeah that was like a very very <laughs> too soft to throw i was just scared to hit something it was like a lob <laughs> yeah, <I> was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very high not very far yeah, yeah. <laughs> um for me starting music it was high school um rapping my my homie shout out to josh jam um me and him and our friend best friend amira we were all just at josh house like getting high and stuff like that hanging out and uh i know the first song i wrote to was this guy there's so there's an artist colin monroe he's like from toronto like a producer singer and he had this mixtape called the unsung hero drake was on it so i was, I was gonna bi- say where's drake yeah that was a big drake fan so drake was on this and while was on it it was like just like 2008 mm-hmm. um and so i was like really into that tape for a long time there's a song on there called to find a hero and on that song there's like a blank part where there's just like no uh, music oh sorry no rapper nor singer just the beat so i wrote something there it was like a little sweet little thing to the song and i like practice mm. it a lot i don't think i ever recorded it but then the next song i wrote to was lemonade by gucci Mane mm. because i was listening to a lot of yeah and but it really wasn't because of uh gucci Mane. it was because of off feature because they did their version oh yeah no that that was the isn't that so weird dude i think about that sometimes with like like you know that sorry this is a huge tangent but you know um 
you know, oh, fuck, what is it like? First class. Of yeah, first class. the like Jack the, Harlow, the Jack the, Harlow one. Yeah, I think about how like some young kids might the, the first exposure never, to that song. They might be like, "Oh, this is cool," and then yeah. like later, because like I'll be doing some sample digging and find some shit where I'm like, what, "That was that the was Nas that? Yeah. sample," like yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But anyway, sorry. No, so like, that the odd was future glamorous. One. That's the original. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's 2000 song. They're like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that." Yeah, that's because that's not even that long. Was it like 10 years? Or something? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, 10. Twelve, something like that. That's it's two thousands, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, so the the odd future one. I remember the odd future one. That the, was my uh, first yeah. exposure to. Yeah, and I think that yeah. So like that, and uh, I was listening to a bunch of like you know I was deep in the raps. I didn't get to rap till I got to high school. So I was just like it was like Wayne Drake, Odd Future, and like Wiz Khalifa were like my high school years. I feel oh like yeah, Wiz Dude, Khalifa, that, and Odd Future really, really that years. cushion OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah mixtape you know, like, is yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I was, I was going back on that recently. I was like, man, this is a really still like yeah, really good mixtape and really like, like, uh, like just what a like what a piece like a sound you know like stoner rap mm-hmm. cushion OJ or like. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine it's was, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny though? I like my brother told me about Wiz, and it was like the Deal or No Deal, or I, I think oh, that's yeah. a song, but like no, it's off that. Tape. Yeah, is it the Deal or No? Deal? Yeah, yeah, that tape. And uh yeah, my brother was telling me about it, and then like I remember I showed one of my friends, and we were like totally on Wiz, but then. It was funny because it was like the same week he was on the radio with like um, Black and Yellow. Oh, well, and I remember yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's so weird." We like just found this guy. Yeah, and then that song was like a huge everywhere, blow up everywhere. Yeah, you know, it was crazy because he was repping like one city, and we're the whole America was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go Philly, yeah, <laughs> Philly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go y'all, yeah." Yeah, um, that was good. Okay, okay. So Wiz and yeah, so yeah, I just rapped. I, I did that song, and then uh, I think I forgot. At one point, me, Josh, and Amira. Josh was trying to rap and freestyle. He was already freestyling, and uh, my roommate Malik, he he was already freestyling too. And uh, um, I think they were just like getting high and like doing it for fun. Like no one's doing it too serious. But then we recorded a song, uh, Lifelines. And it was me, Josh, and Amira. And it's somewhere on the SoundCloud, somewhere. And then we recorded it on our phone. Like, we just had the the track playing, and then we just recorded it on the phone. And we could upload it right to SoundCloud from there. Like, you were recording the phone playing it, and that's, like, how yeah. it was? Yeah, it was, like, it was just off the phone. Yeah, it, oh, it was yeah. a good time. And uh, we did that, like, a few times. And then it just, like, started getting, wanted to be more serious about it. Because especially with the odd future shit, I was like, oh, yeah we're like the same age like you know we're really like you know want to get into like music we had like no connection or back really deep background besides listening and you know, just wanting to so yeah. we're just like i think we were like 17 18 we're just like yeah let's just start rapping all the time yeah, yeah. so it started out as rapping yeah yeah it's always okay. been it's always been rapping i'm a i'm a rapper first and foremost yeah i got the bars you know what i'm saying yeah i know um, that yeah i heard <laughs> yeah and then uh uh, when I went to Knox, it was like, oh, they have a studio here I could use for free. Oh, nice. So I was like, I have to make a mixtape. Did you, yeah. when did you start like dabbling in the production side of things? Um, 2013. Cause so my friend Cardo, uh, 
these don't be government names. Um, <laughs> uh, Prince Driz, he, uh, he was producing a little bit. I had FL like back in the day. I think I came uh, came home from college one summer, 2013, after my first year of college, and we were just like hanging out. I, I'd released my first mixtape, and I think I just wanted, I'd always wanted to do production also. Um, but the first mixtape was just me getting beats on YouTube, recording them in the studio, boom. And then I was like, all right, well, the next one, I want to do some production. I want to get to that. Da, da, da. So we got to start learning now. And Cardo and me learned together, and we made our first mixtape that summer called Dabaholics because we also do start doing a lot of dabs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. know what that. Is. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I've never gone down that hole, but I know people. Just it's a hole because yeah, it's just sure. so strong. Yeah, and we're just like, this is like, this is all we can, like. We don't. <laughs> it just like we start smoking it for the first hour. We're like, we don't even need to smoke weed anymore. I got dabs. You know, yeah. it's really honestly. Uh, Dan was really the one guy me smoking so many dabs. So. Shout out to Dan for the Dabaholics inspiration. Because, we, yeah, we'd make it like a... Dan needs to get... Dan is a friend of mine from high school. Yeah. And, or from damn near grade school. Yeah, like fifth grade. Oh, shit. Nice. And uh, Brendan, you guys went to college together. Yeah. He yeah. needs to think of a producer name. Yeah, true. That would I think be, Hong is a cool name. Just I think Hong is cool, too. Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. Producer name. Very simple. Or just like Boom. Dr. Hong. Dr. Hong. Hell yeah. Ooh, it's kind of like Mr. Han from Linkin Park. Like they're, uh, okay, they're yeah. like beat DJ guy. Oh, nice. Dr. Yeah. Hong. Yeah. Hell That'd yeah. be cool. Okay, sorry. So um, yes. <laughs> Dan the Dabbling day. in the production. Yeah, and that's when we dropped the first tape. I think that was before I did any other projects. It would I think it went that mixtape and then the Dabaholics. It was like a duo tape. Um mm. Yeah, but that's when we first started. And then I kind of then I think the year later I made a like a I was trying to be on like Tyler shit and I was like I made a whole like album like produced it and then rapped on it and recorded it all myself I, like stayed at Knox that summer no sorry that spring break to like record it on Audacity and stuff like that um it was cool it was cute and then uh yeah, I feel like that was all within a year I feel like I did a lot of stuff. It, I don't know. This all, this all had to be between 2012 and 2014. Mm. I feel like I, I feel like we just keep going until the presence. Did you have any like doldrums? Like any just dips and you know you're not making, making shit really. I feel like I'm always I was always doing something. If, if 2014 2014 I must have slowed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I can't think of like or, or all the songs that came out during that time. I kind of got rid of. Yeah. But so Josh, who I was talking about earlier, Josh passed away in 2014. That's why I'm oh, thinking shit. like it's like from 2012 when I started making music. It feels like so much. I did so much and so much happened. It's only two years compared to like where I'm at now. Yeah. Um. So he passed away July 18th, uh, 2014. So it was, and I had made Six Feet High, and I made an EP, and then Devil Hogs either came out that later that year. But we had made it the year before. Me and Carter were like, all right, let's finish this project. Mm. I think I just like dived into myself with that. And then 2015, I made Chill, which is kind of me reflecting on Josh's passing. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, it all is kind of all around that. Um, and then after I made that tape, I feel like that's 2015. And then from 2015 to 2018, I didn't drop a project. Mm. Um, is that is that Cap? I don't know. No, <laughs> um, um, and then it was like the end of 2018 also, so yeah. I felt like it was like a good like good amount of time. I didn't drop anything like I felt was like a body of work. I think I had like singles that like I just would release out of passion. 
like that yeah for sure no i was just curious like timeline wise because i remember i was just thinking about like i had a period where i did not know what the fuck i was doing like i i don't know i was like in college a little bit and i was just busy with other shit but yeah yeah that's one thing like i was like doing music stuff and always making songs i made a lot of these songs called tired where i just like make them i like there was a beat i'd be our song i listened to like you know, we're talking about like the our future would do like remix a song. Like all of my tired series are me remixing songs that I just like listening to. Mm. So the first one was a, a Tyler song, and I was listening. It was Rusty with Earl and Damo, and it's like it's a really good rap song. And then I would listen to it a lot. Then I got the beat, and I like wrote something and recorded it like that day, and then like mixed it a little bit and put it out. You know, and because mm. it felt like I was very fed up with whatever emotion I was going through, and so I got to like vomit it out and go to the next one. Yeah. So from I did I, right now. I'm on twelve, but there's I think in college I d- did or those few years I did like four or five of them. So you're still doing them? Yeah, at this point I don't know if I'm gonna keep. I don't know. I'm gonna keep doing it. I did twelve. I didn't even call it twelve. I I, I did tired eleven last year, which was a remix of Wasted by Brent Fiaz and Drake. Mm-hmm. Is produced by uh, Pharrell. I was like, man, this is so good, so good. And yeah, then so, yeah, Pharrell's so good. I think I've done three Pharrell beats within this whole Tired series because it just keeps happening where I listen to the song and I'm like, this is like the best thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I got to be on it. It's not even about the rapper at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I just gotta wanna, be on it. Yeah, I just got to. Um, so I'll do that. I think I did. I think the last one was also a Pharrell beat. Uh, it was a. There's this rapper Lotto. She's kind of new. She dropped her album earlier this year. She has a song on there. Her outro song was like the best song I'd heard her ever make. And it was a Pharrell beat. Mm. And I was like, I need to be on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, all this, all this talk about beats is making me want to listen to one. We should yeah. listen. Should we listen to the Homo Noir? I'm down. Oh, Which no. one? Actually, we no, shouldn't we'll listen wait. to Homo Noir. We should listen to Resume because right, I'm talking about the reps and I'm talking about uh, Car- Cardo a lot. So shouts out to Cardo, a.k.a. Pocket Boy. It's just start using not government names. Um, <laughs> Pocket Boy, who is a, a Weaver producer duo at one point, Davaholics, BGBL, which is Beat God and Beat Lord. <laughs> I don't I forgot if I was Beat Lord or Beat God, but we you know we had some good times <laughs> with that. <laughs> beat God. But yeah. But now we like a lot of the stuff, like Cardo really has evolved way past me in production and sound and stuff so i feel like sometimes our songs together are best when it's like i give feedback i can help contribute but uh i'm on the vocal side because i feel like i've added a lot there Mm. so at this point you're kind of more just like let's get some some dank beats yeah and just fucking spit yeah exactly because you don't worry about the vocals more yeah Yeah, because if, if i have those down pat i feel like i sometimes um by not being the best producer i can be yet I hold back the moment when we're just in the flow of making things. Mm, yeah. And some of Ricardo, I can, I can see like, let's just let pocket boy do the pocket boy. And I'm gonna hop on this. Like, I'm gonna like anything that comes from this, you know, um, I can get my input and I know the software to like, you know, mess with it. If Cardo can't see what I'm thinking about, but, uh, I'm gonna let Cardo work. The it's good to like, know a little bit about everything, but yeah. it's also good to know your role. Exactly. In the studio. Like I Exactly. I got to a point where I was like, let me take care of the drums. Like Yeah. That is more my specialty. If we're gonna be like, you know, like producing me and like like, m- like my friend Frankie who made that one beat that you were spitting yeah, over. Yeah. He's like I mean, he's good at everything, dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out Melodize, whatever you're going by right now. Yeah. But um 
he's fucking good at everything, but I feel like he's so saucy on the keys. So I'm like, all right, let me just hit the beat. Okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so, there's just certain dynamics like that. Yeah. And I think that's when, so when me, Mike, and uh, Pocket Boy get together, I like, think we really make, and we're able to make good collaborations because mm-hmm. of just like knowing what we were going to add specifically. And like when me and, uh, me and Cardo made stuff, it was always like, like, he would work on it till he was just tired of it. And then I would be sitting there and I get, I'd let him rock off and then, or unless I had an idea and then, um, or then he gives me the keyboards and stuff and I'd mess with it until I got tired of it. And then we go back and forth until we start seeing, we have an idea that we both are liking. And then we started like, okay, we can do this and that. And we we're also very baby to it when we made that first tape. So we were like learning a lot of new stuff together. Um, and that's why I think now Cardo's like evolved because like, uh, the, he's learning a lot of stuff that just like I'm not around too much to be mm. while while Cardo's learning all this shit. We didn't learn that shit, all the new stuff together. So it's like Cardo's like coming with the the looper pedals and the guitar and this and adding more. this and knowing more effects and delays. So it's like all right, I'm baby out here. So you know, like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get stuff on. Like, can you do this and do that and that? And like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like that's gonna I think take away. Really cool if we use this technique. Yeah, and, and it's like, like I'm just gonna yeah. take it. It's gonna take away from what's going on. I want to oh, like, bro, rock. You, Oh my god. Yeah. A couple things. First of all, is Cardo in thirty? Thirty radio. Yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna talk about thirty radio. Hell Don't yeah. let me forget. Hell yeah. Also, do you have your loop pedal or not loop pedal? The fucking auto tune shit. No, I didn't bring it. Oh no, it's good. I was thinking we could do some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, damn. On the podcast, we'll do that another time. No. Oh, hell yeah. Crack lacking. Crack lacking. Um, yeah. Word. Well, let's let's listen to a beat and then we'll talk about thirty. It's like. Funny when I played it before it was sped up, yeah, and it was like, pooch, pooch, or pooch. Yeah. 
It was kind of like almost DMV. Yeah, it was like some drum and bass shit. Yeah, me and Carter have a lot of DMV stuff uh, we worked on. Like, a, like that's where me my new production's been with Cardo. Mm. Um, I don't know what to do vocally there too much, but well, I haven't done too much vocally there. But that's when I've been trying to get back into my my producer thing, especially working with somebody on it. Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about DMV too. We're gonna talk about Thirty uh, Radio uh, and DMV. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. So I want to know like kind of more about that song. I mean, how did it come together? Like I'd have to just ask you straight straight up because I think that's I think that was one that um like so every time I go to Stris's house like we're just like showing he's just showing me new stuff he has. You know, like I don't yeah. go over there too much anymore cause, to produce tracks. Or yeah, sorry, yeah, no, 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 new produced tracks that like yeah. he's been working on. Just whatever, like oh, I got this project or I'm working on this mix. Some Carlos always got something in the vault, just like casually working on something just wants to show it show it off um i think that day i went over there and i was like man like i haven't been rapping you know like there's a, there's always that urge like, i think as a rapper it's like dang i gotta get back in my rapper bag and show them i can rap like no one's telling me i can't but like i just gotta prove it to somebody so so, so i was like okay i'm gonna go to carl's house and see if carl got something new we can make right here and there and um carl was showing me beats showing me beats showing me beats and i was like oh i'll take this one this one this one and that one came on and then lately i'd been listening to 2010 by Earl Sweatshirt, you know it's like a single on his new project, and the the there's like this like bubbly ass like thing going on, and like it sounds kind of like that thing in the end looper. So that really uh, pull, immediately attracted me, you know, and I was uh-huh. like, oh shit, like I need to like um, hop on this and wrap my ass off. And then I immediately started rapping about work. The song is about work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I was just like in a little tippy thing. It was, I was in, in January, um, but. With this song, I felt, I was like, damn, I always get Cardo beats. Me and the folks in the radio always get Striz beats, Mysel beats, and it's not finish them and release them. <laughs> and I always was feeling bad. And Cardo, Cardo getting tired of it, Mysel getting tired of it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this one and release it. Now, I haven't released it yet, but it's coming mm. soon. Oh, this is not <laughs> yeah, released. No, okay, no none okay. of these songs will be released. I'm going <laughs> to drop, drop them, like, drop this one end of the month because it's, like, done. And yeah. I just got to like get a cover for it. Let's talk 30 radio. 30. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, I don't even know that much about it. So I'm actually yeah. just really like, I want to know. want to know. When uh, did it start? Like nice. who's in it? How did they come to be? So 30 radio is mostly like the, the gang, like the homies. Um, but it started in 2015 at Knox. Like Knox college. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Knox college. Yeah. So, um, me, myself, puppy slug and, um, I guess Wuss Tunes. I don't know what their name is, artist name. Now I think it's Wuss Tunes. It used to be the terrible great. Now it's Wuss Tunes. I think that's a cool name. Oh. Um, but uh, it really the me, myself, and Puppy Slug. Oh, actually, let's bring it back. So me and uh, me and myself just met and started hanging out and stuff like that. And just like real, like you know, fond of each other and just having a good time. Had a lot of similar interests. Like we're talking about Flying Lotus and Toro and talking about how Yeezus was the greatest album ever. Well, like not the greatest album ever, but it's like really hit changing our lives and stuff. I'm talking about a lot of a lot of music stuff. Uh, myself is always outside going to you know shows and stuff like that since he was young. So um, we just connected a lot on that and myself was like oh i produce and i was like oh it's crazy okay back then uh, he was jay-z fx i've always been crazy mac and then striz was in chicago um just like you know chilling 
And also, Misa and Puppy Slug also played a lot of Smash Bros, and so did uh, mm. Striz. Like, I played with them, but I'm not that good, but they played Melee, like, like they can oh, kick some ass. Did they you know? play the Project Project M, M. yeah, that was, that yeah, I loved Project M when it came out. <laughs> um, that was the one I got into again when I was playing because I was like, oh yeah, I can be the car. This makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Ooh, the flow. Yeah, um, but dude, uh, my brother has a version of original Smash, and they oh, add new characters to original Smash. Oh, but, like, really? Original Smash? Yeah, like the 64? physics. Like, yeah, I was like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, that's I cool. what it's called. I feel like the mods yeah. of all those are almost better than half the game. You can play online. Yeah. Like that's you what, can yeah. play Smash online. That's fucking yeah, sick. That's what uh, that's what my son them do now. They play they can Dude, play online. I we think gotta, Ricardo streams it and stuff. Really? Yeah. We gotta chill because oh wait, they don't play original Smash. I want my brother to play like nice. someone. He's always like, "Dude, I'm the best." I'm nice. Like, okay. Yeah. He never says he's the best. Actually, that's not true. He's okay. Just, yeah. He just about it. Yeah. He's just one of those guys. that's like yeah, I'm pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll, we'll link up because they're down to play. I mean, Word. For sure, I'll watch. So Smash was like an influence for, or like that's just kind of how everyone congregated. Well, I was always talking about like, oh, like you guys should hang out with my friend Cardo, you know, like you know, y'all get along and you know, click and stuff. Yeah, like we make music, play the same similar games and stuff like that, you know. Um, and uh, I mean, lo and behold, when it happened, it happened. Like they linked, and it was, I think, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, uh, 2015, I think I just kept talking like, oh, like. If you want to make music and you want to make music and you want to make music, we should be collective. Um, and then those are really the first four, like me, Myso, Puppy Slug, and uh, Striz, that were like making music on our own, like all independently, wanting to make music and like talking to each other about it you know that's kind of like it was like my artistic circle of people you know like always going to them for stuff everything i was working on was with them or they'd heard before anyone you know um and then there's really 10 of us total i'd say mm-hmm. um so there's grizzy mac miso puppy slug striz then there's cody from oak park kill him which you might kill him from Oak mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. Notice, which is from Oak Park also. Um, Danny Strange, who performed at the City Pill show I just had. Um, he ca- They came way later, like 2018. Mm. And then, but I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah, great performance. I mean, like that's the thing. I think a lot of the stuff I wanted for 30 was like, all the artists are already working on their own things because I can only offer so much and like even sure. less it's just you got each other's yeah. backs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like I just like wanted to like them like always just be like always like if you ain't gonna make music, I'm gonna, like you know like n- regardless of whatever everyone's doing, like I'm gonna be making something. I'm like just naturally connected to creating, and I just wanted people who are also just doing that. And sure. I feel like I always see that with you. Like Danny's always making you just something, like kind of you know? labeled it and yeah. like yeah have a specific name for a collective yeah so yeah. and i'm yeah it's crazy because i'm missing two people and i can't even think of oh <laughs> lake thursday which is uh tony like tony um who d- isn't super too much of a vocalist just like does visuals and like you know art in general um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Lake tony oh yeah yeah i don't know if the art that lake tony does counts as 30 radio but i kind of just put tony in there no that's collective yeah yeah it's part of the collective. it's not even just about music it's yeah just about making art more so yeah exactly or at least that's how it seems 
I'm missing somebody. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know who I am. We'll think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to whoever's uh, out there who I didn't say. <laughs> um, but there's yeah, like the that's just when it started. I, I just named it 30 Radio because so one, I like the, 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 the blank radio. I just liked it as like this idea of a radio. At one point I was trying to say it was like like because all of our connection was like we kind of make like spacey music or like mm. re- like but as i slowly realized it, it's never that's really just me myself uh danny and uh Striz. like that that was really the four of us like public like doesn't really make spacey music like as the goal like public like rapping like what does that back. relate to radio and space is it like oh, okay the- yeah so this in, there was no real connection until later i like made up some lore of it and i was like oh, really? all right this is like Whatever space this is, like sorry, whatever space this is, uh, this is the radio station of out there, you know? Uh. Um, because Cardo had the tape from the mountain and the cover is like you're spacey. Um uh Mysa had future space vibe sounds, which is like th- this whole kind of like like sonic There's nothing cooler than space. Yeah, you like you like You can't even think of anything cooler. (laughs) Yeah, like exactly. It's so vast, so interesting. So many like different like worlds and things you can build. And so like lyrically, I feel like I'm not like rapping about space, but like I was all in spacey beats, you know, and the spacey beats that were on were from these projects that were very like like I feel like the themes were almost like were space. Yeah, they were. Like yeah. So it's almost like thirty radio, wherever that is, is like a transmission. Yeah. Yeah, where yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where the idea started. Is it from Earth? Nah. No. Maybe. I don't no. think so. It's not given Earth for me. You I haven't <laughs> thought of the lore? Yeah, not too far after that one part. Because I, I was like, uh my music doesn't really like I think that's a way for me to get off. Like I don't have to write content about like, ooh, traveling through space. Like I'm not doing Mm-mm. that. <laughs> but um Danny Strange kinda is. Which I think is interesting. Dancers like has like their own world and like they're just like, really? doing their own thing. Do you play D and D? Do they do they play D and D? Uh, I don't know if they do. Tony does, but I don't know. If, I don't know if Danny does. Danny has. Danny's really into comic books and stuff though. I just I, I'm gonna bring Danny around though for sure because uh, they they saw I posted a little a snippet of uh, Malikia rapping, and they're like, uh, "Where are you at?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's get like, yeah, man. you gotta come meet Jerry. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah! I want. I need rappers. Yeah. I'm, I'll be the beat guy. <laughs> yeah, and oh, and Danny is very like was mo- like mostly on like house beats and house stuff. Oh, He's yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. that, so I think that's gonna be like a cool link up when that happens. Dude, I'm excited about yeah. that for sure. I feel like space music is like an inevitable to make. You know, yeah. what I mean? like I made a space kind of yeah. EP. I feel like it just happens. It is so yeah. Like when you're adding like. The effects and the reverb, you feel like you're really yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you really feel like you're, you're out like, there. I love the delay. Yeah, you know. So it's just like I, I think when like connecting with that and like, um, like connecting so like me, Shriz, and myself connecting so hard with like Flying Lotus and like Until the Quiet Comes and um, just like the sounds of that stuff that's so like ambient and and like Drake. I mean, like Drake doesn't sound like space, but he's so spacey in his beats. You know, like they're so like ambient and like this cold like you know desert kind of thing you know like the 40 sound or obo sound or whatever yeah uh, yeah but uh just connecting all those it was kind of like our our sound was kind of like inevitably spacey for sure and what's then, 30 so the so 30 okay so after josh passed i was having a lot of dreams where like josh was in the dreams and i would be like this doesn't make sense you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. one time i had this dream that uh i don't know if this is during my dream class 
or or right before. No, you were in a dream class yeah. where you like analyze dreams. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So this is during oh. the dream class actually. So yeah, we're analyzing dreams, and at the very end, we tried to like induce a dream together, where we all got in the room and like oh. uh, one person was the main topic, and we all like like uh, also I was the main topic, and the idea was oh. like Josh and stuff like that. So we all like sat and like. I had a person, my friend Carmen, I would like talk to her every day about whatever dreams I had or whatever I was thinking about. I had to write stuff down. And then I think everyone else kind of had to do something like that on their own. And then we got together one night and talked about Josh a lot. <clears throat> and then I, when we went to sleep and we were supposed to have dreams and stuff like that. And, you know, we talked about it the next day. So that night I didn't have any dreams and it was embarrassing, <laughs> but, but cause I feel like we did this whole thing. Oh, and sorry I, guys. But I was like, I was like just too nervous about the next day. So I stayed up really late <laughs> and I didn't tell anybody that though. <laughs> but a few nights before, like a few like weeks before even I'd had a dream that me and a mirror were in the room and Josh comes in the room and we were very uh, confused why Josh was there. And Josh kept like pretending like he was like uh like he just was not gaslighting us, but he was just a line acting like he hadn't passed away. But we're like, no, nah, it makes no sense. But as we were talking about that, there was like thirty faceless people in the room, and that number just stuck with me. And that's like the only Wait, reason. What? There were just like thirty faces, thirty you faceless can't... people, like faceless. Yeah. And how did you know it was thirty? That's just the number that I came. Like to. it was one of those like it was like I didn't I didn't sit there count, but it was like just you like, were just like it's thirty. Yeah. And then when I woke up, I was like just kept saying like oh yeah, there's thirty, there's 30 people in that room. Um, they were blank faces, just like yeah. But you could tell that they were looking at you, or like they weren't looking. They were just existing, like mm-hmm. they were just like. And I, I say thirty faces. I think it's like thirty people. But I'm thinking of their face. But they were they had no faces. It was just like, like white figures, like ghostly kind of figures. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just said okay, thirty radio. Like, and I, so the connection there is kind of misses. But like, you know, it was I don't know. Some dream. some people like. I went through a phase where I was really into analyzing my dreams and yeah. like I feel like when yeah. you start thinking about it you start dreaming more too yeah. like or it's like an intention but then I was like I don't know maybe dreams are just gobbledygook it's like yeah. your brain trying to organize shit just throwing stuff around and you're just in the middle of it I don't know do you think the dream analysis is helpful though because like dreams are some crazy shit we don't really get it yeah we don't get it so like we the further the, cl- the class we had to like like we went through just like a bunch of different people's theories of like dreams. Hmm. What's your theory? I will. I think. Well, I do think. I want to say like it's a little bit of both, but it kind of is because it's like, um, like I don't want to. I know that like when I have dreams and I see certain things, certain things happen. Yeah, my mind's been running through those all day, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, or like in my subconscious, like a lot of my anxieties happen in my dreams lately. It's like the one thing I, I didn't think I was thinking about today. My dreams like that times ten, you know, when I can remember the dreams, like it's like that times ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I can see where it is just kind of like taking a lot of information in and like giving it back to me in certain in a new way that like doesn't have to make any sense with reality <laughs> you know but like why would it exist if it wasn't some kind of adaptation right it's, yeah i just think also Seems the brain's useful. like what also like the it kind of makes sense for our bodies to be like like okay you're resting what the fuck am i doing <laughs> like i'm still doing stuff while you're resting. the brain's like i'm still moving oh, yeah, while yeah, this yeah. body's on needs to be all those squiggles in the brain yeah all the squiggles like i'm gonna go somewhere <laughs> like, i'm gonna make this happen you know like i'm gonna yeah. do something together like you're not perceiving nothing but i'm 
I have all the information that you, this body perceived. So now I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, You're just like being like rewinded and fast forward. Yeah, exactly. Just like, it's like, just, yeah, just throwing shit around. So it's like, I think that's makes some sense. Sometimes I do think that dreams though have like a prophetic sense to it. I don't know if it connects too much to like an other world kind of thing. But it could be like your brain is still thinking about something, but you go to bed, but it becomes just like the whole thing. Yeah, it, it's like it's like I don't know, man, because like I feel like you like this is gonna get really out there, but like yeah. ideas, where the fuck does that come from? And then like your brain's having ideas while you're sleeping. Yeah, so it's like I think the thing of like you I know, don't know ideas maybe. are like also like all the things we're intaking you know mm-hmm. that our environments and all that stuff affects our ideas so they're gonna affect our thoughts and then if we go to sleep then it's like you know, like once yeah. we're not taking in stuff but that's like like i think when like when we're sleeping and then something happens while you're sleeping and sometimes that makes it into the dream because it's like your body still can receive stimulus and stuff like that so like, right like you, you know, can't turn off your ears yeah exactly so it's like, you like, put like or like you can't turn off your brain from receiving the ear yeah like vibrations you know like so it's like it'll like receive that and like it makes it into the dreams because your brain is just doing its thing of receiving and processing and but there's nothing to look at to make it make sense so it's just like i get to go crazy yeah i Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, lo- I love that. Idea they're things, interesting. So I, really I don't know it, what yeah. they are, but they're interesting. Yeah, exactly. I really want to get into more of that again, um, just because it's like, I don't know, it's kind of fun. I don't know. You ever like fuck around with um, like astral projection where you, there's like different yeah. techniques to get into it where it's like you look at the clock or uh, you count your fingers. Yeah. And if you have too many fingers, then it's like, oh, that's like a cue. Like, I feel like your cue was weirdly that, like, I feel like shit went haywire when you realized that you were in a dream. And it was because you realized that yeah. your friend Josh was like, not. Yeah. Like, that didn't And that's the sense. only time I can like realize I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the weird thing about the dream, sometimes I've had dreams with Josh like that. And he, the only thing he's doing is trying to convince me that he didn't die or that he came back. And it's easily, it's stupid how easily I believe it sometimes. One time um, I had the, Wow, I had that's the your dream. brain, dude? Yeah, exactly. Oh it's like, God. it's like, what the fuck's wow. going on? Because I'm, I'm like... Maybe not. Yeah, maybe, yeah no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, there's this, like, one Josh in... I don't know. I go to Josh's house and we like link up. And Josh, I'm like, dang, dude. Like, he's like, oh, I ain't seen you in a while. I'm like, yeah, you died. And he's like, no, nah, like, you don't die. Like, I can come back whenever I want to. And like, and like, said this whole thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. So then for some reason, we went and opened up, uh, or like, we went to work at a, it was like a subway, but we owned oh, the shit. subway. What the fuck? <laughs> and we, we owned oh, you the, owned it? Yeah, we you owned were a franchise. Yeah, okay. franchise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We were definitely franchising the subway. It is me. Uh, Young Millie. Oh, Young Millie's the last one. That's the thing. Oh. Ooh, yeah, Young Millie, who always makes <laughs> Young Millie's just been sitting there, arms yeah. crossed. Like, oh my god, who works like... so hard and like is really good at mixing <laughs> and has been mixing a lot of my songs, all my songs recently. Um, so yeah, fucking crazy. Shout out to Young Millie. <laughs> well, but... it's funny because your last two people were the the visuals and the mixes. <laughs> yeah, so, like exactly. those are. It's a little. It's a different. Well, Young Millie raps too, yeah. but oh, Young okay, okay, Millie really be, just does a lot of the re- recently like kind of how with uh, with uh, Striz, it's like um, I used to mix all my own stuff, and I I still do mix a lot of my stuff, and I would also mix other people's stuff, 
And I got to the point where I was like, I feel like I'm not good at this at all. I'm not getting better. And like, and it's like taking a lot of time to like learn the production, learn mixing, learn recording vocals and doing vocals, do the shows, doing this. It, dude, I'm telling you, man, it, it benefits you to like specialize. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm going to be the mixer. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I feel like I'm pulled every which way, which is good. You want to be the, the the like golden age what is the word for it's like you know the man that can the do everything renaissance man yeah the renaissance yeah, man yeah Thank that's you. the thing it's like goddamn yeah and i want to do that and i always think like oh yeah i want to you know do the rap and the track you know um but it, it gets fucking tiring sometimes, well but you know? it's like you know the uh it's that whole thing where too it's like now we're just talking about <laughs> I don't even, anyway, yeah. like basically like, you know, you can be uh, a master or like good at a bunch of things, but a master of none. I can't yeah. think of a fucking no. phrase. I'm, I think that I know. You I know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or you can be like, I'm going to be the tip of the spear and be like the best at this specific niche thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, luckily we just all keep growing as we get older. So you yeah. can kind of do both maybe. Yeah. And there's, there's like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm like holding myself back um by trying to learn new things and not be the best mm-hmm. but like you know for the i think at the, for the rapping and stuff like rap wise i feel like i'm satisfied with where i'm at like writing and stuff like that there's some things i want to try out and do more of i think vocally I, i'm experimenting right now that's cool beat wise i want to get better of course mixing i did want to get better and do that but now i'm just so down that send that to someone else because i didn't go to school for sound engineering and like it's just I just watch those videos sometimes. And I'm like, man, I'm missing the ball on a lot of these things. And the, or I'll watch Max, who's like went to YouTube University and just like really just hunkered down the past six months and learned a lot of mixing stuff that I just don't even think about um, using my songs, which is and and his songs. Um, so just like sometimes I'll be sitting there and I see Max doing stuff. And like Max has you know long way to go. Of course, you know it's all, it's all fresh. But I was like, damn, like you really put down the time. I would love. For you to be like, we could just do this with you. It'll make everything just go smoother. You know, if you know how we do this, I can help out. You know, I'm down to be assistant mode. Because yeah. um, I think for 30 Radio, I felt like I like I was like pulling the wagon and I needed other people to help pull the wagon for a second. Well, yeah, there's a yeah. real benefit to having if there's some kind of like this collaboration, like yeah. if you all can like kind of help each other. Exactly. It is like, not? Can, yeah. you know, do so fucking much, you know, like we really recently, like for, we had a 30 radio show and they're doing that show. And then we had like, we put together a mixtape just like for fun to have something for, to promote. It was so easy putting all our songs together to make a project instead of us worrying about a whole project for each of us. So I was like, damn, why can't we just, shouldn't we just make compilations and mixtapes for a second? Like, they all get to know us all. Yeah. You know, everyone got a song on here. If everyone made a song for every tape we had, we have 10 songs. Well, I mean, and you then know? you could literally do that in a week. Yeah, it's like, all right, week. guys, we got to make a song in a week. Yeah, you know, or we can just like cross, if we were to like work together, because like another thing with 30, we don't always work together. It's like mostly like the vocalists work with the producers. But the vocalists haven't crossed over too much except for me and Puppy Slug. And me. Like me and and everybody. Me and everyone. Me and everyone. Me and everyone. Yeah. But I want the glue. Yeah. Uh I've been uh, there's a song I say that. Uh uh I'm the glue. Keeping the team intact and lately been filling the seams and cracks. Oh, the song seems, uh I was saying that. Cause I was like, Yeah, I really do be the glue. Um but 
Because I really just bring people together. But I want to bring people together and, like, you know, mix and match and let them, you know, fuck shit up. And, like, they're, you know, they got songs together and stuff like that. The glue yeah. is a very strong thing. But if you don't have the objects to glue together, then it's, like, not... Yeah. What the fuck? You know, what maybe you can build yeah. like a glue sculpture. But that, yeah. <laughs> I think about it too, because like sometimes I'll have parties yeah. and I'll tell people at the party, I'll be like, yo, I got to move around. I'm like the lubrication yeah. of the party. Like I got to. Yeah, 100%. You that's know what, what I, I feel mean? being a host of shows. And I also felt like that's why running all the way back to early, like earlier, I guess maybe before the podcast, I was like me taking a break from like hosting and curating shows is cool because it's like I don't have to like run around like that. I'm not going to lie. I felt a special energy when we were like working on stage together. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like, that. yeah. Not that I like, I was sitting down mm-hmm. DJing because I hurt my foot. And, but being a DJ on stage to you, it's like, I just felt like we had each other's backs. I don't nice. Know. Yeah. Like, no, I thought, I, I thought it was amazing because I, I loved it because that was another thing. Like, we had the sound guy who already had us set up. You oh, yeah. had the like DJ set up ready to go. Like, I got the air horn. Yeah, yeah I like the, searched yeah. it on my computer while you were performing. I was like, I really hope that this doesn't fuck up. Yeah, the fuck beat. up the beat. Yeah. I was like, if the beat like, stops for a <laughs> because I'm looking for the, the air, air horn, horn, that would be bad. Oh my god! And then you're like, but wait, 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 <laughs> and then it plays. You're yeah, like, I got this. I have this um, SPF. SPF 15. No. Oh, SPS. <laughs> some sunscreen. Yeah, I got some sunscreen. <laughs> oh, God. I got some sunscreen. No. Um, I got this SPS 40, like, uh, drum pad thing. And mm. I got, uh, or like a sampler. That's what it's and I got a, a bunch of samples that are like tags for my radio thing. So I have the air horn on there. I mm. have, damn, son, where'd you find this? I oh, have, classic. Um, uh, it's no. a trap. No, no. <laughs> no that's, a good, that's, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good one, one though. My, I have a bunch of those though, like um, this Chicago nigga or uh, um, blunts, uh, coke, crack, CDs. It was like this really long one. This guy was talking about like drugs. We have oh, it all. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. Whoa, I, I, honestly, I never heard that one till then. But I. <laughs> but you were so, like, I need. Yeah, that it's like one. a long like pff, like paragraph about like I all like dope he had. I like the chants. Those are like like the home. Oh, yeah. That one, and then the what? Yeah, what? The uh, what, sir? Burn one, burn when one. When Trap came out and what? What? Yeah. What? Dude, that one. had me on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> I was moving. Yeah, I get, that got me yelling. Yeah. Oh, Waka Faka changed the game with that one. Oh, good, like good it's like But, um, yeah, the I have that, and I use that a lot for the show. And I was going to bring I was going to bring it. Um, But next time we do a show, you can just have that. Yeah, in. next time I'm going to have, like, eight samples just like what yeah. i mean i don't know like air raid siren is pretty important to that like, yeah i think it's important <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. the horn is nice because i always feel like i have an announcement to make and i'll always just make the noise like, you know that impact sound too where it's like doom. yeah doom, doom. and like after yeah like yeah. with the glass breaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I have- y'all ready oh shit. <laughs> y'all ready to make some noise like they they yeah, always no, do that 100%. i uh <clears throat> i have uh I think I have that one too. I gotta man. Next time I come through, I'll bring, we'll I'll we'll be back. prepared. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what were we even talking about? Thirty radio, like yeah, I know. We went from <laughs> should we play a beat? Yeah, let's play, right, a beat. let's play a beat. Uh, let's uh, play Home in the War Two. Okay. That's out to Myso. Oh, so me and Myso are making a tape called Home in the War Two, and uh, no, it's called Home in the War, and this is the second song. <laughs> Oh, 
Living in the shade, they gon' let you know Looking for the ways, for the ways they can use you Say you wanna play, but it ain't the game you choose Who knew, dancing with a full moon Living in the shade, they gon' let you know Looking for the ways, for the ways they can use you Say you wanna play, but it ain't the game you choose something yeah the new body of work how many songs you think uh, five or six it's like ep word yeah it's short and sweet and it's like this is we have uh one two three three so far during the 2020 a lot of producers were selling like beats and then like if someone bought a beat they would like donate some of the money to like a, a cause, like charity stuff like that. You know, twenty twenty summer and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So the producer fifty grand was doing it and selling beats for like seventy five bucks. So I bought a beat, and so one of those songs is gonna be on there. And it's like a long time coming, but fifty grand isn't that like? They're going. It's like a SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. Sound, dude, SoundCloud and it's style. like that. Like, I don't even know. It's like, I don't even know. It's it's like trap, yeah. but uh, like kind of. Sp- ghostly ghostly yeah for sure the song that we're doing is like ghostly type like night a little little spooky but not really but yeah that that's gonna be on there uh my son's my son's also a vocalist so he's on there singing and then uh that song the other one will play tonight and then there's one I haven't done yet, but I made the flow for that. My son's like mad that I haven't re- freely recorded it and just listened to the snippet of me doing it on my phone like over and over again. But I just have to be in the right mood for it. I can't like force the vocals, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything written. I, I actually tried before and the I thought it was just sucky, so I got rid of it. But I also need to not record so much alone because I'll easily tell myself that what I, what I made was like mids and I'll be like, thought out. <laughs> mids? Yeah. <laughs> so you actually like, because this is something where like I feel like we could work out a workflow. Like yeah, sure. I'm always like, oh, you can work on stuff at home. But at the same time, if you feel that way that like being in the studio with someone else. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there's times where I'm at home and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just like in the mood and I'm like feeling good about it and stuff. But I think I d- definitely get uh, self-critical. 
Yeah, I can get self-critical quick. It can, it can turn, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, get discouraged and easily distracted. Dude, I feel the same. I get easily, like, it yeah. really depends on my mood. Sometimes yeah. I can propel myself to, like, yeah. like being alone's the best. Yeah. But other times, it's, you're your own worst enemy. You know? Exactly. You're just yeah. like, oh, bro, this is trash. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't do that. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I can't do that. And, and I think it sucks, though, like, because of what I'm not, like... Like if I'm solo, I'm working on my song. You know, I feel like when I'm with people, yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah, and it's like not, not even first. I just feel like I'm taking someone else's time away to work on my song. I feel uh, kind of bad, especially if they're all artists and stuff like that. And like I'm not helping. Them, well, I am helping people with their songs, but like, like they're just like sitting down to watch me work because I just need someone in the studio. Um, I feel like usually I just I just I'll I'll like be like okay well let's just work on something new together or something hmm. you know <clears throat> that's why it's good when someone already has a beat made yeah is it, yeah yeah or it's just like there to because i this, you know i like the vocal production stuff because nice. it's like you can do a bunch of you know ad libs and also just yeah. like harmonies and shit like that get real creative yeah you know what i mean i also wanted to ask you <laughs> it's just total random shit but like uh top five Tough. favorite artists rappers, rappers. Oh, okay Lil Wayne Lil Wayne cause like I know if you're a rapper it's like you gotta have this shit on deck <laughs> yeah uh, Lil Wayne um is number one <laughs> um top five rappers we're talking about like their lyrical stuff makes blows me away all the time well okay I don't know it's crazy cause I feel like me saying Lil Wayne is almost like I'm just like it's so deep in my veins to say that um from the jump and like I'm not wrong <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh when I after that list the list I feel like sometimes it's like am I just biased by what I grew up on or am I by or am I like what angle am I taking it as because I would say Kendrick but I know I don't listen, like I don't see Kendrick like that. It really like it's like Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Those are like my top three, and then I'd say like Kendrick. Um, and there's some rappers that I, like. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. There's the deep cuts. Yeah, um, I would also say Nas, but this is gonna sound dumb. I didn't listen to Nas growing up. I only listened to Nas like last year, and I was mm. like, this guy's really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I didn't want to tell anyone that because they'd be like, duh, you know, and like Jay Z. But like, no, Nas is like really good, and his new stuff is like really good. Um, so yeah, say whatever you want, folks. Um, but yeah, Nas is up there too. Um, but the the metaphor rap and the flows of the top three I said, um, I think really Wayne and Nikki, um, the, the, what they did really influenced me to think what I considered like the status quo of good lyricism or witty bars or, uh, good ideas. Like, uh, like just like how they flip words around and like word Smith it, you know, Drake mm -hmm. really was like, um, like the emotional personal lyricism. I thought it was just like he's really fucking good at that, and then on top of that, he's really good at this other side too. But his is just comes differently. Um, and I always say this one thing about Drake because I feel like being a Drake stand like <laughs> get a lot of hate these days. But I feel like if you were to take Drake songs, like his whole catalog, and get rid of the all the popular songs, his catalog only gets better. 
Like he's only gets better and better the more the deeper you go down. Because he has some like just like lyrics and bars, and I'm like, yeah, you are, uh, very good. I feel like Kendrick shows his like lyrical amazement on any every song up top. You know. Yeah, Kendrick, you like, you're like, all right, I'm gonna have to like study this. Yeah, you know, Kendrick's always given that, but I don't think Drake's giving his best lyricism on Hotline Blank, which is the biggest song, or or song. Control. Yeah, which is such a good song. You know, because Drake's like like a really good artist. You know, like, and I'm not trying to like say like, like I don't know, like I I get mad at people when they like say, oh, I'm just I'm not, I'm more than just a rapper. But in this sense, like, yeah, rapping is like I'm talking about like. Who's rapping in this, like, who's doing the rap thing well? Like, filling those criteria as well, you know? You can be a great rapper and not make a song worth shit, you know? Like, it sounds, it sounds good for shit. But you can be a great freestyler, but you put that on beat and you don't know how to act. Or, like, you know, <laughs> don't know what to make sense of it. Um, Drake is really good at writing songs and making songs. He's a good songwriter, but he's also a really good rapper, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Kendrick. It's like Young Money. Yeah, I'm a Young Money uh, to the death you know, a young money uh, affiliate or army, whatever it's <laughs> yeah. called, the stands. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very young money. Called. And I, yeah, I was raised under that, you know, umbrella and stuff. Um, I didn't put Kanye up there because Kanye doesn't write all his stuff. And I do kind of care about that. But <laughs> but I do think that Kanye is really, really good. Really, really good writer. I think he's really good uh, lyricist and idea maker. Um, but Drake really... Drake's really a better writer, I think. He's a better writer. Hmm. Yeah. Did you like the new Drake stuff? New Drake album was cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I played really cool. yeah. one of the songs. Obviously, yeah. the one that everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like the the Drake album or two of the songs, but I really like Drake for Drake. <laughs> so when Drake does like the slow down OVO R and B saltiest lyrics you ever heard in your life, like like that stuff, I'm like mm, yeah, mm. yeah, slow like it down. Yeah, you know, there's a song on there, Liability. He has it's like one of the last songs. It sounds like nothing like the oh, rest yeah. of the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when like, that one hits, it's good. Yeah, it's like he slowed and reverbed his own song, you know. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is hidden. Um, that might be my favorite from that tape. But uh, yeah, no, I thought it was good. I mean, I like. I feel like when I listened to it, I was like, oh, everyone thinks he's trying to do like house and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this isn't like, okay, massive is house. Yeah. But But like the rest of it isn't house. It's like uh, Jersey Club or something like that. Like, yeah, someone said he like he worked with a lot of producers from like the Baltimore Jersey or Baltimore Club music scene. For so sure. It's like that, you know, <laughs> that kind of shit. It's more like, um, and wow, now I don't even have the words for it either, but it's like kind of more just like islandy sounding. And, um, but the thing that I think people get confused about is that house, like four on the floor music is all house. Yeah. Cause I used to get confused. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like house or something. Cause yeah. I'm from Chicago. Yeah. But like, oh, wait, no, that's techno. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, wait, yeah. That, no, you know what I mean? There like, are differences and like, so, you know, specific. Yeah. So I think the, the like you said, your massive is like the, the that one has the piano. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You know? Yeah. That's the house track. But Sticky is a, a Jersey Club song or like a Baltimore Club song, whatever they specifically want to say. But like, like mm-hmm. that's what that is more. And like, so is Currents. I can't even think of the other ones. The other ones are just like more like... Currents of, is... That's the one with him on top of the, like the 
that tower the fucking or oh no no that's views currents views. is one of the songs oh. on the, the thing oh the new one yeah the oh, new one yeah no yeah. views is oh but views has a lot of like the dance but hall views songs. is very similar yeah that's why i was like why are people getting pissed like he already did this but was i don't even remember if views was well it was, he had people stuff, like that? but he only, he had like three of the singles were dance hall songs like controller one dance i need a one dance. isn't yeah. Holland bling on that album yeah Dude, that it's like, that, is it's like the so outro funny. or like the like the bonus track. I think it was like a single and became the bonus track. Oh, okay. I know when that. Yeah, like he was in like dan- these popular dancey songs already. So I don't think it was too out of his pocket to do this. No, I don't think so. Maybe because it was a surprise album and it was all like this. And everyone's got to have an opinion. Yeah, so it's just like just like such a, sh- a shake. Um, but Drake's always seemed like a guy who'd like to experiment with different sounds and styles. People were calling him like a biter yeah, his, you, whole, his whole career. You know. Have you heard that? Uh, I know he's got at least one UK drill. Yeah, he he on his uh he had this uh Dark Lane demos tape and la- he did two back to back. One was like UK drill and one was like New York drill. And I was like, yeah, those are Drake's drill songs. And there was like this was, like 2020, 2019. Yeah. And, like Five Year Foreigns on one, like you know, for his like big he's like the biggest driller now. I don't know. <laughs> driller, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, he's fucking prolific in the amount of music that he makes and also just like he's good i i understand like people's not liking sometimes drizzy mr drizzy drake yeah yeah also like conspiracy theory did beyonce talk to drake about (laughs) their house i feel like they do one of my friends was like no and I was like, I feel like if you're at that level, you just coordinate shit so everyone can make more money. Yeah. Right? I think uh I think artists do, but I feel like specifically Beyonce and Drake, they seem like they like I can see Jay Z talking to Drake. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I could not see that because I feel like they would just be like, Oh, I'm at the level where like I could just do this and everyone knows to get out of my way. You know, my surprise drop, like like Beyonce, I don't know. Beyonce seems like the one that would be so big that everyone knows Beyonce is going to drop in the industry, but no one can say nothing and we've got to wait it out. You know, like when, you know, I can see that and then Drake being like, oh, I'm just going to drop the surprise because Beyonce is going to take my, like, that's like the only artist that can take attention away from Drake. Because hmm. Drake's like pretty much one of the biggest artists out. What, like Justin Bieber yeah. could drop and it would be a, like Shake shake Him or something. But I feel like when Drake drops or Kanye drafts is such a, like a big thing going on. Like everyone's looking at them, or you know, or like what's another super artist? Like yeah, Justin Bieber, but Beyonce, I feel like is the one. So you don't think that like Beyonce Jay Z squad is teaming up with Drake squad? No, because I feel like that could have happened. I feel like Drake's like Jay Z and Drake aren't don't have beef, but they. I saw some like a what bird. was that? Yeah, you saw that it scared me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. That was weird. <laughs> um, Drake and uh Jay Z don't have like beef, but there's some sort of like kind of like like rivalry there. For sure. Being like Drake like Jay Z being like the guy for a while and then then the Kanye and Drake showing up like it's like who's the guy, you know? So I feel like sometimes they wouldn't mind like competing. Like mm-hmm. If Drake's gonna drop and Jay Z's gonna drop, Drake's not gonna sh- move because Drake wants to show he's the guy now, you know. Yeah, um, that makes sense too. I, I can, but I know I think last year when Drake and Kanye were dropping, one of them did move because they weren't trying to make it like a Kanye versus Drake thing. 
Mm. because they had all that tension but it was still was seen as anyways like two it was like four weeks later one of them came out and another one came out so yeah, someone's like, like that was oddly timed yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like interesting yeah um i feel like a month is far enough that you you can't call synchronicity on yeah it's like, like nah I mean, it's a month yeah it's like come on now like it's a whole different you know season <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's cold different shit. <laughs> well they still fall in I don't know, like Leo or something. Yeah. I don't know yeah. the Zodiac. Yeah. yeah, they're both, yeah, they're both Leos, both Leo albums. <laughs> yeah, you know what these? No, dude, that would be absurd. Yeah. I've never even thought about that. Like, and when the album comes out, what's the Zodiac sign? Yeah, or like, <laughs> what's it's like star map or yeah, going back to space. Yeah, going. Yeah, <laughs> does that shit matter? I don't know, but people try to sell you it. <laughs> that it's most important. of my albums are definitely Pisces. Really? Like, I've dropped a few on my birthday. That's why. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah, these are definitely emotional Pisces. ass albums." <laughs> God, I'm gonna sound so dumb, but Pisces is a water sign, right? Yeah. Okay, we're, I'm, I don't know. I'm a Cancer, and nice. people are like, "Oh, Cancer." No, I don't even know. Like, dude, I feel yeah. like this is a bad. Is your birthday coming up? It already or, happened. When does it happen? 28th June. Oh, June. Okay, happy belated birthday. Yeah. Nice. It happened. But anyway, I don't know, man. I don't believe in the astrology, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't really, I don't really either. People talk about it a lot, but um, I remember the one thing that I got thought. I always think it's funny. In third grade, uh, my teacher, we were her first class she'd ever taught, and she wanted to read to us zodiac sign stuff. She's like really young, like twenty three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got a young teacher. Yeah, like <laughs> young as hell. It was kind of crazy. Thinking about it now, it's like crazy because she seems all old to me back then. But now I'm here 28, and I'm like, she was 20 fucking three? Like, doubt it. <laughs> um, but uh, she was reading the Zodiac sign. She, she read mine. The Pisces are sensitive and stuff like that. So then we're in line ready to go out for lunch or end of the day, and I'm, like, holding back tears. And she goes, what's wrong? And I go, I'm not sensitive. <laughs> and all the girls around me are like, oh, Brittany, you're not sensitive. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sensitive. And I'm, like, crying my eyes out. So I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe there were points there. But I know she thought that was hilarious. Really? Uh, yeah. I was like, damn. Wait, wait, were you actually sad? I was crying. Yeah. Wait, about what? <laughs> she said I was sensitive. <laughs> oh, shit. I was hurt. I was offended. Because oh. I thought like, I was. Like, I'm not sensitive. <laughs> yeah, as I'm like bawling my eyes out in the middle. Yeah, in the middle I'm of not class. sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, he's, you know, she's like, oh, the Pisces is Pisces. I was thinking, because we've already been going for. It's been a long time. Nice. It's been a good t- good amount of time. And I don't want to go too long because then it just becomes like so much edit. I also feel like we had like great flow and like yeah. I would listen to that straight through. Nice. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think we're did pretty well too. I think we do homo noir and then we just do some wrap up do a wrap up question and then we'll oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right.
The sense of very like, there's a lot of yeah. movement. Yeah, a lot of movement between the headphones. This is like a headphone song for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That what is the hook? Oh, kind of crazy. Uh, I'll say it. Kind of crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to get it right now. Um, I'm just saying. Why they hating? Uh, I'm just trying to get it from the ground up. And it's like, kind of crazy. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to figure out how. Uh. I'm just saying, why they hating? Never met me, but they made their mind up. It's about people hating for no reason. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, do my little thing, get myself off the ground. You know, why they hating over here? Don't even know me. No one's really hating, but like, <laughs> it was kind of a song, a reference song. But there's haters know. out. There's there. There's haters out there. There's always gonna be haters. You know, uh, Kanye said it best. There's always gonna be haters. That's the way it is. Uh, hater bitches marry hated niggas and have hated kids and i was like okay. i feel like if anything it's like an anthem for you it's just like of you telling yourself that yeah. like it's also probably a good thing to just tell yeah. other people yeah like, exactly i was definitely uh writing that for someone um i was writing for i was writing for myself because myself was talking about some people that are uh, hating on him without even knowing him at his cohort or wherever uh, uh school he goes and shit um they're hating and i was like man like th- like you know i just don't understand people can just like hate without even knowing someone yet or like even getting to know like at least the surface at least at least getting to know something like at least something past the surface you know um but you know that's how like the internet is that's how you know people will read the book by its cover and throw it away yeah you know I don't know. I feel like it's a good way to cut through that is like how catchy it is. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, shit. And then you hear the lyrics and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's about something. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Like, in a nutshell, I just like, I just have to analyze the music first. Nice. Yeah. As long know. as it's, yeah. I feel like it's it's a good sounding song. Mm-hmm. And then the, on top of it, it's like something that's cool or something interesting. Like you're just getting two point, like plus points, you know. Because I like I like a lot of rap that like doesn't sound that great sometimes, mm-hmm. um, or it doesn't sound great to everyone. But I like what they're saying, or I like how they're saying the things they're doing, you know. Yeah, like um, the inflection. I mean, yeah. the, I did. Yeah, it's like if you just yeah. go back to what we were talking about in the start, like just using. Yeah. Your mouth, it's like a noise. It's like, a noise. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, there Wait, is a point. Like, yeah. What were you saying? Even um. Even like even lyrically though, like if their like deliveries is like weak, weak as fuck, like but they're saying bars that I've never heard before or something that's pretty cool, they'll get points there, and that like might be something I'll play again. I might not play it for everybody. I might um, might have to listen to them on, but like yeah. I'll still like uh, enjoy songs for their writing, even if the like the kind of sound is not fully there. For sure, yeah, like a good 
well put together song yeah. is still good even if the mix is like shitty or something. Yeah. Or like like if, you like, can hear through. Or even if it's not like my favorite beat, you know what I'm saying? Like right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like a flow. Yeah, a flow sure. or just like oh, I like that they said. Um, can't think of a witty line right something, now. Yeah. Brain dead, but <laughs> but you know. Word. All right. Well, I I feel kind of slightly brain dead too. So let's get into the the last interview question, which mm. is, we started with, what was your first concert? What was your favorite concert? My favorite concert. There's one I'm missing right now. Oh, oh, oh. Seeing Eve's last year. Seeing Eve's last year twice, but the second time at Empty Bottle. That was crazy. The first time was dope. It was at Pitchfork. We went, and I think the, I think the second time is me and my friend Alex, and the second, like the second time we went, we went, we like left a little early from Pitchfork to go to Empty Bottle. We didn't have any tickets. Um, we just got in the line. We're not sure. You know, if we can get in there, they said they might have extras at the door, but we're in this long ass line. We're in the line waiting, waiting. We hear them practice like their whole set, like we're there for like an hour and a half. And then, then they open the door as we go. We were the last two tickets to get in. And then we get in there. It's just like such a good show, like so intimate and close to Eve's. And he's just like forming on all like on top of us. And the guitarist is getting all in the crowd and stuff. And I'd never really been to like a, like a rock concert really. Mm. And that was like, you know, psychedelic rock, super crazy and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he was looking all good and shit, just like really like decked out and dressed up nicely. It was just like very like inspirational, very fun, and I think it, it was, yeah, it was just like so. I was like, this is sick. <laughs> a lot of good energy. Yeah, there. and I think number two would be uh, yesterday or two days ago, Pitchfork seeing Toro because that uh-huh. I remember dancing. And I was like, man, this feels really nice. But it was also because I was with my friend Myso, and we had like. Our friendship was really like can't, we came together talking about Toro, Kanye, mm. like Flying Lotus all the time. So to, to see one of the people that influenced my whole like music career, influenced like a lot of the sounds I want to do now, like just now getting to this like auto tune kind of thing, like For how sure. I wrote Home of Noir. Like we were thinking oh, about, yeah, like, it makes more sense yeah, now. The, think, Toro yeah, the Toro is hundred percent there. You know, like oh. I'm trying to like at least with my vocals. You know, like the beats wise is very uh, pure born, very like. Um, plug in b or whatever they call it. it's like soundcloud rap stuff but the vocal wise it's very like travis and toro um because whenever i was doing the lyrics and the flows my soul would always be like uh like do less you know because i'm a rapper so i'm always trying to fill it up with syllables to make a pattern you know but he's like do do less you know like how toro like will say a line like it's okay Dun, dun, dun. Like let the vocals breathe. Yeah. You know he writes good lyrics. Too. He's a good lyric writer. He didn't have to say too much. He's also pr- produced the whole shit. But like you know, I was just kept him in mind a lot for that stuff. So to really be able to see and hear him perform with the auto tune and do all this stuff and uh, yeah. do all these songs, it was like oh hell yeah, this is a great show. And then everyone was just like dancing, and having a good time, like not like raging. It was just like you know. It's very cute and fun. <laughs> For sure. That so, sounds yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, very refreshing. Do you well, have yeah, the same Toro, pedal? Yeah. As Different Toro? pedal? Yeah. No, no. I, I don't know where what I got that pedal from. Oh. I, it might be uh, in the same family of pedals because there's like a bigger one with like a screen and stuff like that. And then there's oh, an even shit. bigger one that. It's like the oh. Cam, so either Cam or Fraxium had the 
the one that's bigger than mine with the screen and stuff like that. I don't know what else other features it has. Shout out Reset but, Boys. Yeah, well, they love that like uh, hyper pop sounding. Yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. That stuff kind of. Yeah, and then and then I think don't want to generalize too much. Yeah, no. <laughs> but then uh, I think it was Cam when I went for City Pill Two. Cam told me that somebody had like the grandpa version of the one I have. Like with like all this shit, so I was like, "If there's oh, like a bigger the one than the daddy. big, yeah." Because I was like, "Y'all, y'all got the daddy version, or someone got the daddy version, and then someone got the grandpa version." I was like, "Oh, go crazy, oh, yeah." Um, so I, I want to see those because I didn't even know those existed. I just someone told me, uh, Striz told me that there is a pedal, and I bought it like, yeah, I bought it like that that day. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna." I was, I was always trying to bootleg Antares and make this and that, and it's like on the 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 software it just didn't really feel right i feel like i was missing something but having it right here and being able to record it like this and then being able to perform it the same way mm-hmm. yeah i was like oh this yeah, that, it wasn't that how much was the pedal that you had? what's it called don't even it doesn't even matter it's just I'm does, telling anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> no 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 i just i, I forget no i forgot the name i'll, I'll tell you uh it's later. blue that's, yeah, that's blue, the answer yeah. <laughs> go down the rabbit hole <laughs> yeah yeah honestly i think it's i forgot so h hector oh no Word. but i'll look it up well dude this was a lot of fun honestly yeah. this was like solid yeah solid as fuck, yeah. Man. i'm always down to come through for something like this i feel like i could talk a lot me too, yeah. yeah. I, I like, like being in each other's heads. Too. Yeah, I think we're just like <laughs> the best part. Like thing, the thing, the thing. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's got to keep it moving. But any shout outs, like all the 30 guys? I'm oh, yeah. Assuming. Hell yeah. So shout out to all the 30 guys. You know, I said all your names before. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, shouts out to all the folks at the book club and stuff. I really like doing shows with y'all. Shouts out to Stevie, who uh, runs Bops and Flops. Which is a queer music blog in Chicago. Stevie and Shay does photography. And Stevie also does video stuff, and we do the City Pill shows together. So, yeah, like Instagrams and socials too, because I feel like that's always good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> follow me if you look up Grizzly Mac on Google. It's all me, baby. I got the SEL on lock. They are not playing around. <laughs> um, but it, <laughs> I'm Grizzly Mac on Instagram with like an underscore. Which once again, just type in Grizzly Mac. If you type in Grizz for the world, if you type in Grizzy Mac anywhere, I'll show up because no one really does the Mac part. There's a lot of Grizzies out there, whoever they are, but the Grizzy Macs is only one. So if you like, I think I'm Grizz for the world on Instagram, but it's just Grizzy Mac, you know? Yeah. Word. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Dude, of course. This is fun, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo. I. <laughs>